Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This guy will do with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 587 for comics originally releasing April, my goodness, August the 25th and 26th. But before doing, I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday slash Wednesday. Drew, do we have anything else in the world of comics that we got to talk about? Oh, yeah, we got a little feedback from some of our listeners. Dustin Brooks said, I wanted that Momoko Star Wars Adventures number one variant from Scorpion. Ooh. I was ready to go at 5 p.m. with my Scorpion account set up and payment information saved. The sale went live right at 5 o'clock. I clicked checkout and they were sold out. 500 Jeez. of the Virgin variants and 1,500 trade. Sold in less than 10 seconds. Is there anything more frustrating? No. that dr- How is that I, even possible? Yeah. Who knows how many pre-sold and bundle sold and are available right now on eBay for extra money. and ugh. Man, I hate that stuff. Yeah. No, there is a worse thing is, you know, buying these things and then when they come in they're damaged. <laughs> and you can't get replacements. That that is the worst thing. Yeah, I've seen that. So, well. Sorry, Dustin, that sucks. Uh, Aaron Churchill writes in with a series of questions. He says, uh, "It seems there is a slight but growing straight to graphic graphic novel trend starting to happen slowly in the comics you talk about on the podcast, i.e., weekly single issue comics. Though there is already a huge trade paperback hardcover YA market." Like Smile by Raina Telgmeier, Dogman, etc. Um, my question is uh, do you think there could ever be a back market profit aspect of trade paperbacks or hardcovers? We see some signs of this with omnibus, omnibuy, omnibuses uh, <laughs> increasing. But I think that that's due to the high price of point of entry and the lower print runs. I'm curious as to your thoughts. Yes, anything that doesn't get reprinted that has a finite amount out there has collectability, and therefore there will be a market on them. But I know with a lot of trades, they just keep pumping them out, so there's no finite number on them. Yeah, I think, wasn't it Image that was doing variant covers on um, trades for a while, trying to do that, just do just that, and mm-hmm. pump up the collectability of trade paperbacks? Um, I, I don't see why not. I mean, to me, there's no difference, yeah. but... It never seemed to have caught on with yeah. collectors. So, but I I could definitely see it happening. Um, you know that I think that would be cool. Heck yeah! But oh, you got to understand, most of the time, I guess with OGNs, there's more of a chance because most of the time this is previously released material. Mm-hmm. So those first appearances are actually already out. Sometimes five and six printings of that is already out. Before it gets to the trade, so yeah, that's. But if that's they're doing the straight to uh, trade stuff, or yeah, straight to yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So Definitely. that's really that. That's a possible. That's a possibility, but I, I don't think it's caught on yet, and we'll see. But, I mean, do you consider things like, uh, uh, yeah, that the, uh-huh. the the Joker book that's in trade that for some other reason I'm blanking on Killing Joke. Yeah, it's Killing Joke. That was very collectible. Yeah, I very. mean, I, I have a, I think I have a fifth print of something that has twelve prints. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was very, very collectible. True. Um, so that was that's a good example. 
Yes. Uh, he goes on to ask, have you noticed any trends in comic book special covers? Comic book store special covers. Comic Conspiracy has a great niche Jared store exclusive cover. It's awesome. Just curious if, you ever, if you've ever seen these being worthwhile to get. Well, I do have a couple Cowabunga exclusives. We just heard an example of the, the Peach Momoko. The Peach there. Momoko, yeah. I remember um, there was Harley Quinn covers like crazy from Stoop. So Ashley Witter had a couple that were just mm-hmm. on fire when those came out. Um, they're very hot right away. As for long term, sometimes not as much, but they're usually a very finite run on stuff. And if they're awesome looking, there is always a market on awesome looking books. Yeah, it seems that they're because the print runs are at least five hundred copies, right? Mm, yeah, maybe more. Um, so the print runs are never that small, which yeah. is that's still pretty small. Um, but uh, yeah, I've I've seen I've seen them where they can't seem to give them away. <laughs> yes, and and then I've seen them where they're um, impossible to to get. So. Yeah, uh, I think if you like the cover, and it does something for you, or you like the store and you want to support the store, those are good reasons to buy them. Um, I wouldn't spec on comic book store variants. You know, I don't. I don't think that's. I, I think it's too hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the same note, do you think collectors should just collect? <laughs> um, so maybe we should see an increase in the for profit of. Uh, smaller press books like Kickstarter books just to feed the beast. I think what he's saying there is um, just instead of specking on stuff and going after these variants, you just collect comics and make runs and build collections like we used to. How dare you? I think that's what he's saying. Yeah, there's something to that. Sure. I mean, it's it's less interesting. (laughs) I mean, I think the future of the comics industry is not superhero comics. It's not okay. like two books. I think it's in the smaller presses. It's in the indie books. It's in the uh, creator-owned st- sphere. That's where that's where the industry is going to continue to grow. It's, it's where the puck it, is going, per se. Well, I mean... I think we've we've already peaked, long peaked in superhero sales, and it just continues to dwindle and dwindle. So I think they're really the only. It's never going to rebound to where to its heyday. Uh, superhero comics are just they're an, an aging demographic that, and there's less and less readers. So um, I think the only. I mean, way- but we have Miles Morales a within the last decade superhero that has obnoxiously expensive books. Yeah, I mean there's always but we're yeah, we're still in the same we still have the same groups of collectors. Yeah. Swapping books and selling yeah. and buying. Yes, that's true. And you know, we're 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 going to be talking about a lot of big two superhero books uh, that are hot right now. I'm just saying uh, the future health of the industry I don't think it's going to come from big two soup comics. It's going to come elsewhere, and uh, but I think it, I think that's good because there's more voices, there and more interesting topics. Um, oh, definitely more interesting topics. Yeah, 
Um, so you know you can only you can only do too many capes and cows stories, um, and and we've got plenty of opportunity to do that, and they've all they've all been told. Um, I still like them, I still read them, but I don't think that's the future. So, but yeah, everybody just buy more books. But that to answer your question, everybody just buy more comics. Can't uh, argue with that. Uh, question four: Did you end up getting the yellow? Uh, lightsaber Star Wars for cover price. Um, once we it will talk about that in, uh, during our FOC. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We'll we'll touch on that in a little bit. We'll we don't want to spoil our our segment that we have uh, coming up. Uh, he said, "Oh, here's a pre-order PSA. Next month's pre-orders. Keep an eye out for this." John Ridley, who won an Oscar for writing Twelve Years a Slave, writes. The other history of the DC universe. Nearly three years late, but it looks amazing. Probably more fun than profit, but we are in <laughs> weird times, so you never know what's going to stick. 100%. And Jenny Frizen uh, has been killing it on Catwoman cover bees. And I know you are a fan of her uh, Wonder Woman cover bees, so uh, don't miss out on that. And Deceased Dead Planet 1 is getting a Momoko cover that's going to go on sale September 15th. So thanks for the heads up. Uh, we appreciate all that stuff, Aaron. Great questions. And we'll touch on your last question later in the segment. Uh, what do you want to do next, Kyle? We're going to do some hot hot 10? Heck yeah. Let's do some hot 10. All right. We're going to head over to uh, our friends at comicbookinvest.com. We're going to look at their hot 10 comics, uh, the big stuff that's moving right now. Um, what is spiking right now? What do you need to react super fast to? And the number one book right now, moving on that market, is the Marvel Spotlight number 32. That is our first Spider-Woman. 24 to 48 month highs were set in multiple grades over the last 48 hours when it was announced that Olivia Wilde would direct a female Marvel movie at Sony. Since it is Sony, it has to be Spider-Woman, right? Speculators think... So, and pretty much all copies of this book are friggin' gone. Yeah, and it's and it's all over the gamut. Um, uh, one sold for eighty bucks, seventy five bucks. Another sold for three fifty, uh, four hundred and forty, uh, one hundred and seventy five, uh, two eighty five. There, it's it's all over the place, um, and people are just snapping them up so uh get them while you can i guess and no kidding uh at number two we have hero gasm number one uh an announcement that jensen ackles will be playing soldier boy in season three of the boys has pushed this previously five to ten dollar book up towards 50 bucks and remember, season two hasn't even dropped and won't for a couple more weeks. I was wondering. Uh, I said, wow, season three? I don't even remember season two, but okay. <laughs> no kidding. At rank three, Spider-Man number 234, second print. Another one of the current head scratchers. Okay, the first new Sinister Six, the first Aaron Davis as Iron Spider, uh, the team's first appearance means nothing, and villain teams are even less desirable normally. Aaron Davis has been around forever as Iron Spider. Seems like a reach to me, especially at the current selling price of over 150 bucks. 
It's just it's just it's this second print, you know, subsequent printing scarcity thing that people are going crazy for. Where has this been? I don't understand. We talked about it before, the value of a different second print, but little did I know, I just needed to go back a few years and collect the ones that are, you know, rare. <laughs> yeah, and but I mean. There were so many of them, <laughs> and and none of the you know not all of them hit, and not all of them sold, and they all had I don't I don't know, that's weird, it's yeah. it's just weird. At rank four we have star number four, the Jen Bartel one in twenty five variant, selling for seventy five dollars, three times the ratio, simply based on the cover art alone. My guess is this one is a pretty short supply as well, as Star wouldn't be considered a book that most retailers would order 25 copies of, so there can't be many of them. Or two copies of. Yeah, or two copies of. At rank 5, we have another Jen Bartel one in 25, America number 8. You could have picked this up for 25 bucks, even just as much as a few months ago. This is a 2017 book. You still could have picked it up for around 50 bucks a month ago. Now, this week, multiple sales between $150 and $200 range after the recent surge in America Chavez books. Huh. I, I did not know that. Uh, she does have a very... Uh, she has kind of a, a McKelvey vibe. Uh-huh. Yeah, her covers there. Yep. Um, that's kind of kind of interesting must use the same photoshop filters <laughs> um yeah jen bartell has not had any heat before has she and now we got two right here on this uh, i'm gonna have to take a look through my collection because i know i have some of her stuff but yeah that's that's great at rank six we have thor number six the Dell auto one in 50 variant regardless of what went on inside this issue the cover was going to do awesome Dell auto is still one of the best out there and this doesn't disappoint Selling for between a hundred and a hundred and twenty-five for a one and fifty. But a one and fifty, you're gonna pay uh, eighty-five bucks for. Yeah, sometimes. Right. Yep. Yeah. New Avengers number ten from 2013 by Jonathan Hickman. I heard a rumor that you should buy the first appearance of Thane. Then boom, copies are flying off eBay for thirty to forty bucks. Not that this is a bad book. Been picking this up for quite a while based on back issue bins and stuff. Um, just consider why is this heating up now? I, I, I don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah. Ninjas and Robots number one, the Kevin Eastman one in five variant. Eastman defi- definitely has fans. When he ventures outside of TMNT, they usually want to expect to pay between fifteen and twenty for this likely tough to find variant. So it's a keen spot book. Uh huh. Uh, the 2019 run of West Coast Avengers number seven. Hmm, is it Jeff the Land Shark or Jeff Jumpy the Shark? Not really sure, but a 9.8 copy sold a week ago for thirty-seven dollars. Now they're selling for double that, and Rawls are going for thirty bucks. Can you get a Can you get a comic slabbed and shipped back to you for thirty-seven dollars? You know, kidding. Seems crazy. Yeah, and our good boy here. Rank 10, Avengers number 33. An odd book, to be honest. Sales were around 5 to $10, which was surprising to start with. And now the book is over 25 and there's none on eBay. Other than having Moon Knight on the cover, does anybody know of any reason this book is selling so crazy? Um, the power of Khonshu. <laughs> the power of Khonshu. So there you go. 
and our aberration stuff. I love these uh, honorable mentions they have here. We have Out of This World, number one from 1989. Fran, fans of PCH are definitely drawn to this cover. Not a whole lot of copies out there for purchase, but what was once 25 to 30 is now creeping up in sales to nearly 60, and current li listings are all above that mark. PCH. I don't know. Yeah. I don't it's know. A Pacific Bruce Coast Tim Highway? <laughs> yeah. It's a Bruce Tim cover, too. Yeah, that's that helps it. Um, and Super Spy number two. A very difficult book to find. Only three sales noted on GPA ever. This week at 4.0, uh, copy sold for 2400 which is double what the other two, 6.5, sold for three years ago. Uh, this is not going to turn out well for the lady in red in the dress who looks like she's about to get run over by a car. Yes. Women in peril and in bondage, still selling. There you go. According to the good folks at uh, Comic Book Invest. So that's pretty <laughs> neat. Right? Yes, absolutely. Well, let's take uh, let's shift gears and um, take a look at our uh, FOC for the week. There you go. FOC, of course, our final order cutoff. It's our last opportunity to add a few things to our order and make sure we get our books just a few weeks out and don't have to chase them in the secondary market. Of course, we get our items sent to us from Cowabunga, and Eric is goodly enough to send us an awesome curated FOC list that we have been clarified on. Eric is so confident with the way he does FOC and the way he makes these things that he wants you to use his his stuff even if you're not ordering from him because he knows his stuff is superior to everywhere else's just I don't know if that's what he said things. I, I, yeah I don't want to say superior I but don't like he's know just that's how a, he said it such either. a great way of doing things um, that I mean that's what I think those are my words those are your I think he, he said feel free because I know we, yeah. we had mentioned it last week that he doesn't mind if you use the spreadsheet and take it to your LCS and just order there. Just yeah. use it as a tool to order. And he, and I, and then I backed off. But he followed <laughs> up, and of course, he doesn't mind. He encourages that. You're right. He does encourage its use. Uh, however, it's yours to use with, at your LCS because even if they don't do uh, final order cutoff ordering, maybe this will encourage them to do some, do so, mm -hmm. and make them a better shop. And if they and if they won't, then maybe, you know, you have an alternative uh, avenue. Go. So yeah, maybe that's what Kyle was saying, and just less harsh. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> if I've offended the truths of the world. Uh, okay, and uh, when we talk about this Star Wars six, blah blah, there's a note there. Okay, so Eric also features a few things that are hot that he thinks we need to make sure we get on our FOC. The things that he is spotlighting for us here are the Batman number 99, the Derek Chu cover B. Um, and that is, what's his face on the cover? And that is a really cool looking cover. I like that one. I talked about this one last week. The deceased Dead Planet number one, fourth printing Peach Momoko cover. This is a very early version of DC listening to people and doing different covers. Um, for secondary printings and additional printings. Uh, and we have an opportunity to snag this up here. Don't miss out on that. Kyle's not going we, to. Huh? Kyle will not miss out on it. I will not miss out on that. You Look Like Death, number one, from Dark Horse. This is an Umbrella Academy book. Of course, Gerard Way and Sean Simon writing this. Uh, 
I've been watching a lot of Umbrella Academy, so this looks pretty cool. Good for Dark Horse. They need a hit of some sort. I hope this catches on because um, they're, they're struggling. Yeah. Amazing Spider-Man Sins of Norman Osborn, number one, the Casanova variant. This Nick Spencer book, I've heard good things, and that is actually a really nice cover on that. So I agree, that is a really cool-looking cover. Jose Maria Casanova's Rojas did that cover. Yes, all four of those names. Uh huh. Captain America number 23 of an Alex Ross Captain America timeless variant that's available. A nice Alex Ross cover available for cover. And then we also have an Immortal Hulk number 37, 37 Alex Ross Hulk timeless variant available for cover. So all you Alex Ross people can snag you up some beautiful looking books here. If you, um, or if you want to just. Uh, just like a great, a great rendering of your hero. I mean, yeah. come on, that, those are awesome. Those are some good looking books. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this a few times. Star Wars number six, Christopher Yellow lightsaber action figure variant um, is available for cover, even discounted if you're FOC ordering this. Yeah. If you ordered it from before, your orders are still valid. Yeah. Um, so Marvel said. Marvel said it's not a one in twenty five anymore. We'll let you open to order it because I'm I'm assuming because of demand or be or maybe it was just an error. I don't know, um, but we got a, a late email um, right before FOC closed saying that it's moved from a one in twenty five to open to order. I excitedly pulled the trigger on it, and now they've extended FOC. So I'm less excited about it now because there's an extra week for all you yahoos out there to get one too and uh, suck the price right out of uh, any kind of action that it would have. But I still think it's a cool cover. So we'll see. Yeah, put me down for one, Drew. (laughs) Now you're down for one. Gotcha. Yep. Um, We also have Heavy Number 1 from Vault Comics. Max Bendis writing this book. And we have Thor number six, second print, uh, the Nick Klein variant, even though it tells me Olivier Coipel wrote, uh, did the cover. So I'm not sure who did the cover on that one. But the second print, Klein variant. Really cool looking, and boy, these books are hot. So hot. But those are the things that Eric's featuring. Let's see what Drew and I can pick in when we dig through our FOC. And we start with a couple books from Dark Horse. And by that, I mean one book. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 the the Umbrella Academy book, and I'm not going to get it. Yeah, and there is a uh, there is a, I believe some sort of ratio variant. I'm not sure what it is, but the cover sees uh, a twelve dollar one. Yeah, it's a cool looking book. Huh? The Pogo, dope. Yeah, I, I still Sorry, haven't read. The, I covers. still haven't read the first or watched the first season, so I'm a little behind on Umbrella Academy. You didn't. You didn't watch. Oh man, I I devoured season two. I could not stop. Huh? Yeah, I didn't even watch the first season, so I I'm way behind. All right, with IDW we have Goosebumps, Secrets of the Swamp. Now, of course, I know Goosebumps from being. One of the few books I would read growing up that I really super enjoyed that scared the bejeebas out of me. And guess who's not writing this? 
Ohio University's own R.L. Stein is nowhere to be found. Nope. Nope. It's uh, uh, somebody else is writing it, which is fine because R.L. Stein's attempt at comics last time when he did the. He did like a Swamp Thing book or something? Yeah, he's had a few different things. He's that had his. Terrible. Terrible. So, um, all agey, uh, spooky books. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. You love these. I used to love these books. I had large quantities of them. Yeah. I still probably do somewhere. I think my, our mother has them. Okay. Nothing else in IDW for me. Down to Image. Big Girls number two already. Did you read the first one there? Uh, no. No. My life is with Big Girls. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, Goddamn Virgin Brides number three. Save that one for you, my brother. Thank you. Don't... And not much. What about there Stillwater there? Yeah. Stillwater by Zadarsky and uh, Chip Zadarsky on writing Mike Spicer and a Ramon Perez cover. Uh, series premiere of Stillwater. Nobody dies in the town of Stillwater. That's not just a promise; it's a threat. Um, I read those preview pages. I think there were preview pages in uh, one of the one of the maybe Sex Criminals. Might have been a, a Sex Criminals book, and uh, I liked it. I liked it. I liked what I read. So um, keep your eye on that. Now, Drew, what is the collectability of a Jupiter's Legacy trade paperback being re-released with a small sticker on it that says Netflix show? None. Okay, just checking. But, you know, putting them in your shop, I imagine it's... Yes. It leaks to intrigue from people. Yes, help sales, right? Is this the last outcast? No. No, still no. I think... It's probably going to end at 50, right? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And let's see what we got from Marvel. Are you going to be reading this Sins of Norman Osborn? Uh, maybe. Who's Is it Spencer writing? Yes. Oh, Otley doing the cover? Maybe. Except for this uh, Jose Maria Casanova Rojas variant. Just really good looking. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, uh, I'll sample this one probably. I I I'm glad he pointed out this timeless variant. Uh, I really like that Captain America cover. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? It so he's doing timeless covers for um. Like all the, ooh, there's a storm. Down there in X Men, that's really nice. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That is good. Keep my eye out for that. What's the... What does the... Uh, Iron Man's got one here. What's it look like? Oh, it's shiny. <laughs> it is watercolory and shiny. Very painter-y. That's, that's nice. I would love to have a Is there Star a Moon Knight Wars, Timeless? Those, those timeless... Let's let's do the whole Star Wars series with those timeless covers. Oh That's man, what I want. yeah, that would be cool. I want Alex Ross to give me a Darth Vader bust in that painted style. But back to things that are actually available. Let's see what we got here. Captain Marvel nineteen going to a second print, and this is the um, 
Yeah, the first Laurel L, right? I, I believe so. I want to think about it. You're, yeah, yeah. I want to think about that one. Uh, is that Immortal Hulk Zero? Didn't we already see this one? I think so. It looks familiar. Because this was like a, um, it's a reprint, right? Yeah, exactly. Incredible Hulk 312 and Incredible Hulk number one. Yeah. Two pivotal stories that inspired the Immortal Hulk. Yeah, I think we might have talked about this at FOC because there is, uh, a, plus a brand new story reveals uh, yet more secrets behind the mastermind of cruelty. A can't-miss issue for Marvel Hulk fans. So there is a, a small section of new stuff in here because we speculated whether we'll get any first appearances or anything in that small section of new stuff there. Yeah. But I think it was FOC that we talked about this. Or no, we're in FOC. Yeah, we aren't. We talk, yeah. I don't know how we. I don't know how we, we talked, talked about, about it. this. So it's we've seen it before. We've seen it before. It's offered again. I'm guessing. Okay. Uh, so Iron Man is relaunching. Uh, Christopher Cantwell doing the writing, and Cafu on the art. Uh, the cover A's, Zoom tight. Cover A is very nice. Um, very, a little busy, but got some cool stuff going on there. Um, a lot of covers to wade through. Um, what do we think about a relaunch of Iron Man? I mean, if they got a story to tell, if not, I, I didn't care much about the last one. Yeah, I haven't cared since Bendis had it. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent. I'm hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping this this is interesting. I'll definitely sample it. But uh, yeah. It, what was the one I liked the one Iron Man, the Immortal Iron Man or whatever it was. Yeah. That was super good. Yeah, that was a good one. So if you're gonna choose between a Thor and you've got the second print of Thor six, which yes. is a Klein variant, and you've yeah. got the new number seven, which mm. could could be another new first appearance of somebody. Yeah. Uh, what do you choose? Let's say you got five yeah. bucks in your pocket. Which one do you get? I go for the second print. Yeah, I think I do too. No, we expect anything to happen here in Be in Venom twenty eight. There's no image for the for the cover A. Mm-hmm. It says an entirely different foe rears its monstrous head as Eddie and Dylan try to find their way. So, it's a maybe a new, a new villain, a new foe for. Mm. Yeah, well, you, you don't miss it. <laughs> you just chase uh, Donny Cates around, whatever he does. And... I mean, yeah. Just it see it it works out well for you when you do. Yeah, it doesn't seem to hurt anything. If you look at the Mar X Men Marvel snapshot cover, that's an Alex Ross as well, and that's a great Cyclops on the cover. Yeah, that first one cover A. Very nice. Uh, 
And I got nothing else in Marvel. I bust Marvel's chops a lot, but man, they've got some great stuff this week. And you yeah, said, anyway. and you said, uh, you said Star Wars. Get yourself one, right? Yep. Give me that that yellow lightsaber just for fun. Okay. We have Once in Future number eleven. Now we're pumping out the Once in Futures. Yeah, yeah. It seems like yeah they're they're cranking them out. Now Seven Secrets, the second issue. Uh, the first issue went to. Second print, third print, pretty quickly, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe jump on this. Yep. Might as well get yourself one. A and B. Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. What's the Nguyen look like? Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> Down in vaults, we talked about heavy number one. Max Bemis writing that. I was listening heavy to is say anything Punisher just today. For neurotics. I'm sorry, go ahead. Heavy is Punisher for Neurotics, Inception for the Impatient, Preacher for, well, it's a lot like Preacher. <laughs> Max Bemis and Evan Dorkin, or Eric Dor- Donovan bring you a story about the existential purpose of dumb boys with big guns. Should be good. Down here in Titan, not seeing anything. Valiant, Zenoscope. Almost. All I need is a Star Wars book. Well, yeah, I forgot about DC. Oh, yeah. Now that DC's they... at the end, it's weird. That's right. So we got Joelle Jones doing the cover of Catwoman. Is she back on the book? or? Okay, that is one of the better Nightwings I've seen in a long time. On that one in 25. But I ain't paying 50 bones for it. Well, I don't even see it. Where is it at? Okay, so we're down into DC, right? Yeah. We're on Batman 99. Oh, okay. The one in 25. Yep. Let me look. Oh, it's great. Yep. Classic. Yes. But it's 50 bucks. Ah <laughs> oh, man, that would that that would be a good one, especially for you. Yep. You know, that'd be a nice one to have on the wall. Look good. Hundred percent. Now, do we need to start collecting Teen Titans because the book's going away? Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. No. Um, Peach Momoko, Deceased, Dead Planet. Did I pass that? Ooh. Yeah, that's the one. Yes. Yes. Two of those. Two of those for you? Yeah. And then what about the second printing of number two that's by David Finch in black and white? Don't care? Nah. 
I don't care about that. I'm going to take a look at Black it. Black and white is not something new. They've done that before. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do anything for me. But everybody likes Peach Momoko. I want to support that DC made a good decision yeah. with new covers. Yeah. All right, that's all for me for FOC. I want to take a look at the Strange Adventure Mitch Garrod second print real quick. I don't remember what the first cover looked like. He just he's just marking it up with the yeah. uh, with extra pen marks and stuff. Yeah, it's just graffitied or something. That's kind of a neat idea. Yeah, because he's got. I like how I put Mitch down here at the bottom right by the tape too. Yeah, that's kind of a cool idea. Um, and then he did the same with. Uh, the third issue, second printing. No, that was uh, it seems to be a, a recolored mm -hmm. uh, issue. So okay, so some fun stuff going on there, um, but not enough for me to pull the trigger on it. But tons of tons of options for your FOC this week. Um, oh my, uh, yeah. get on this list. Yeah, and you can do so in the show notes. Or send me an email. People do that, too. And I hook them up. There you go. Absolutely. Goodbye, FOC. All right. Now we uh, need to take a look at the cover price top ten. And um, kicking, kicking us off at number one is Dark Knight's Death Metal, Legends of the Dark Knight, number one. Um, this was, uh, of course, very hot. Uh this first appearance of the Robin King sold 306 copies just last week Jeez. Uh, and had a high sale of 129 for a CGC 9.8. Oh, pre-sold CGC 9.8. I was going to say, how did they get that back already? Um, Amazing Spider-Man 375 comes in at number two. This from, from back in 1993. Uh, the first appearance of Eddie Brock's wife, ex-wife Annie Wying who will appear in Venom 27 this week as somebody and and won't spoil it for you here um, so uh, Venom 27 is uh, something we you might want to get because uh, this Anne Wying will appear as a character coming up in, in Venom 27 there you go. so that cements it for me uh, three, we have Dark Knight's Death Metal, Legends of the Dark Knight's, the Carrie Andrews 1 in 25 variant. This is selling at a high sale of 338 for a raw. That's pretty good. But it's currently selling for around 175 to 220 on average. That's pretty darn good. Uh, Captain Marvel 18. Uh, the first appearance of Carol Danvers Cree half sister Lori L. That was it. Wasn't nineteen. It was eighteen. That was her first appearance. Uh, still selling well. Fifty-five copies sold at a high sale of twenty-nine bucks for a raw sale. Uh, prices have dropped to thirteen dollars. Like this character a lot, uh, but it doesn't look like she has staying power. Uh, number five is the Ice Cream Man uh, Doctor Seuss homage variant. Um, it sometimes it just takes the right homage to move sales, and this was it. Doctor Seuss is such an obvious homage, and it works perfectly for the series and this issue in particular. If you read it, it was a fantastic riff on Doctor Seuss, very creepy and fun. Um, plenty of characters were looking for a copy as it sold 64 copies. 
this week at a high sale of $24 for a raw. Already going to second printing with another Seuss homage, and and we were excited about that. Placed our order mm -hmm. there. Uh, one of Kyle's uh, lock lock it in calls was Star Star Wars Bounty Hunters number one second print. Uh, I believe that had a um, didn't that have a, um, a Boba Fett on it? Yeah, that has is the regular Boba Fett, and then we have been offered a third variant, which is a colorless except for the explosion. Yes. So this one sold almost fifty copies. Um, and had a high sale of $19 for the raw copy. And this issue does have the first appearance of Nakano Lash, a female bounty hunter connected to Bobo Fett. So if she ever appears in anything, any upcoming Star Wars project, this could be a great book to have. So first appearance of Nakano Lash. Mark that down. Yeah, I was going to say that and all subsequent printings. Yes. Uh, Thor number five is the first full appearance of Black Winter. Uh, super hot book, uh, sold 39 copies, had a high sale of $400 for a CGC 9.8. Jesus Dang. Christ. Uh, Venom Lethal Protector number two from way back in 1993 when the world was great. <laughs> uh, this issue is the first appearance of the Venom villain team called The Jury. This includes characters by the names of Bomb Blast, Firearm, Sentry, Screech, and Ramshot. There is speculation that Ramshot is virus in Donnie Kate's current Venom storyline, hence the increase in sales for this issue. This connection is directly due to the similarities in their suits. So we don't have to wait too long, wait too long for the identity of virus. It's supposed to be revealed in number 27. Um, so that's coming up. Uh, this speculation sold 31 copies and had a 7-day trend of 128%. And a high sale of 90 bucks for a 9.8. Then we have Venom 26, the first appearance of Virus. Uh, sold 38 copies and had a high sale of $100 for a CGC 9.8. Thor 4, second printing. The eternal art of the first cam cameo argued between this and Thor number 2. Of Black Winter is now on the cover on this second printing. While the Virgin variant sold some of its thunder, this cover sold 50 copies and had a high sale of $20 for a raw copy. Not bad for a $2 investment. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, any cover, any uh, runners-up on this? Uh, the cover price, top 20? Yes, we do. We have our rank 11 through 20. And at rank 11, we Batman the Adventure Continues number 2 from just a few weeks ago. This is a surprise entry on the list, as many weren't paying attention to this first appearance of Deathstroke's apprentice, or sidekick, Sunny, as you can tell by now, and by now, this market loves new appearances, even if it's out of continuity. This series is based on the revival animated series stuff. So, blah blah blah. Uh, you can get a raw copy now, thirty dollars on that. Wow, that's great. We talked about Wonder Woman seven fifty nine. Boy, that Jim Lee cover B, and we have the first appearance of Liar Liar. Um, the B selling the best. Twenty two copies, twenty six dollars for a raw. Uh, we've talked about Venom printing, so we got Venom 25, the second print. Uh, people love these subsequent prints. First cameo of Virus and Boom. Uh, high sale of 150 bucks for a 9.8 CGC. Batman 96, the Clown Hunter, 1 in 25 variant. Um, really cool Clown Hunter with the yellow behind him. 39 copies moved. 
$49.95 for Raw. At rank 15, of course, anything Miles Morales. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, number one, the fourth print from 1992. Uh, the fourth print is quietly jumping in price. Uh, it has a really cool Rhino caliber. Move 10 copies, uh, 37 bucks for Raw on eBay. Amazing Spider-Man 365 from 1992. Of course, this is still speculation on Spider-Man 2099 and its speculation. Uh, 12 copies, 44 bucks for Raw. The ever-present Ultimate Fallout 4, still doing good. High sale of 1200 bucks for 9.8. Venom 3, first appearance of Null, a 9.8 went for $405. We still keep getting Spawn number one from Image. <laughs> so there we go. A 24 more issues selling on that. Um, a 9.8 is selling for 140 bucks on that Spawn number one. And Strange Academy number one, the Image book uh, that just came out, even though it says from 1992, uh, may hold the last spot here, but it's absolutely been on the top again. It's just steady as it goes right now. Uh, a 9.8 of it went for 260 already. Dang. That's amazing. Yeah. Great stuff. Great money to be had. If you can dust off your copies and get them out there. Yeah. Seems to be a good market for selling some books. Yes, yes. Uh, so now we should probably take a look at our sneak peek. And let's start with uh, the good folks at... Uh, UCS Comic Distributors and their DC yep, UCS products. UCSComicDistributors.com forward slash new releases gets us the books that are coming out from DC uh, this coming Tuesday. And we've got Action Comics 1024. But uh, I don't care. No, we're all about Detective Comics 1027 when that gets here. Yep. It's a nice, I mean, this is a nice compliment of, of covers that they're cranking out. I really enjoy some of the some of the work. There's a Jai Lee for you to support your boy. Oh, yeah. Batman, Superman. And we do have a Batman 3 Joker sighting. This is going to be a, a big one, I think. Um, exciting book. Jeff Johns. We got a 1 in 25. We got a 1 in 100. We got a premium Red Hood variant. Uh, we got a premium Joker Fish variant. We got a premium Bomb variant. Plus a regular A and B cover. Just awesome stuff. Second printing of Dark Knight Death Metal number 2. Second printing of Dark Knight Death Note Metal number three. Second printing of Dark Knight Death Metal Legends of the Dark Knight one. <laughs> good looking stuff. Yep, a lot of good stuff, but other than three Jokers, that's all I'm interested in. I, yeah, it's all about the three jokers for me. Yeah, I think uh, three jokers is uh, going to dominate this week. Um, there's a Josh Middleton B cover for Wonder Woman seven sixty one, which is really nice. But um, I, I, I think 
I think it's it's all about three jokers this week, and I'm mm-hmm. um, can't wait to get my grubby little paws on it and read it. I'm excited, and it's only a three issue series, so Jeff Johns cannot knock wood, ha- be late. <laughs> only three issues. You can't screw that up, right? Correct. So I'm excited to have a, a nice tight story, in and out, perfect. Let's slide over to uh, Previews World and take a look at the rest of the comic world that comes out on Wednesdays. There we go. We're clicking new releases. We're finding August 26, 2020. And let's start where we love to start. Let's start in Image. I was um, complaining about Black Magic number 12 when it came out because it had been two years since the last issue. And uh, but then I, then I read it and it was really good. So, I'm excited for this issue 13. That's all it took? Yeah, all it took. I've forgotten everything, and now I'm back in, in their good graces. You reading Bomb Queen Trump card number one? Uh, no, no, I am not. I am reading uh, Dead Body Road, Bad Blood. It's really good. It's third issues out. Good stuff there. And Nail Brighter Returns. I'm enjoying that a lot. It's fourth issues out. Check out the Philadelphia Scotty Young cover. Cover B. <laughs> yeah, he certainly has his fans too. So yeah, it's quite possible that yeah, that's gonna that's gonna do something. And spawns spawns up to doing three covers again. I thought he was kind of scaling back, but it looks like um he's cranking up the covers again or maybe i just haven't noticed um but usually when when he starts putting those covers out like that uh with a matina and his him doing a cover um they get some attention so keep an eye on that and we have that texas blood uh, a great book on its third issue uh sean phillips son jacob doing the art and doing it a lot like his dad it's good stuff We got Star, or I'm down. I'm, I jumped on IDW already. You anything else in Image? No, that's fine. We're looking at Star Wars Adventures Clone Wars number four of the five issue series. Derek Charm doing the art on this one. Uh, some of these have been pretty, uh, pretty good stuff, and uh, they've sold fairly well uh, for stories that we already know. So maybe this one will do the same. We got the cover for the Eastman. TMNT 108, it's mm-hmm. classic Eastman. It's really great. Yeah. I really like that cover. Down into Marvel. The Mark Bagley um, cover, that's, that's great. I love that B cover there. And it all seems to be leading up to Amazing Spider-Man uh, Legacy eight eight fifty, so that they're going to make a big deal out of that, mm-hmm. um, because it ends in a zero. Daredevil gets an annual. 
with Chip Zdarsky doing the cover. Um, very nice. And a Declan Shalvey version as well, with a variant on it. Yeah, Declan's okay. I like the Declan better. Do you? Yep. Well, you're allowed. Yeah. I will allow you your own opinion. I like that Ed McGinnis uh, variant for Fantastic Four Antithesis, number one. That's pretty classic. Mm. Really good Fantastic Four art. Silver Surfer Galactus all in there. It looks really great. Immortal Hulk 35 go to a second print. A sketch variant on that one. I want to see Alex Ross colored. A third issue of Spider-Man Noir gets me real excited. That was the first two issues have been great. Really a different type of book for Marvel, and I've really enjoyed it. Strange Academy number one getting a third print. Get it. Yeah. Thor 2 getting a fourth print. Get it. Isn't that the one they said was already pre pre-selling for $30? I think so. Down into Dynamite? Yeah. Well, I was going to look at Boom first, just to see if uh, that Mega Man had anything interesting. You were a big Mega Man fan back in the day. Still I am. Mega Man 2 is still one of my top ten favorite games of all time. Yes, I know 3 is a better game, but 2 means more to me. The C cover is very nice. Is that uh, in Huckley? In Huckley. Yeah, it's a very nice cover. Good old rock. Uh, so yeah, so as we go down to the smaller publishers, I guess. Uh, accelerators are back. Holy moly! Mm -hmm. An all-new story arc. Yep. Their fourth arc. I missed that during FOC. Well, they're probably not FOC. Yeah, they're not. Not everybody is FOC. Uh, Billionaire Island has a fifth of... A part five of a four-issue series. What? How does that work? So we got an extra... An extra issue. That's That's cool. Bug Bites number one from Source Point Press. Oh, really? A mini series about the bug eat kid world existing beneath our feet. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know Kareen Roberts. Mm -mm. Grit did very well in its first print, if I remember. It was uh, selling quite well, and we got the second one on Grit, Grit number two. Yeah. Brian Wickman writing out a Scout comic, and Scout comics have been, uh, uh, there's been some hot ones lately. Yes. Year Zero from Artist Writers and Artisans, the fourth issue of Ben Percy's, uh, fourth of five, the penultimate. A lot of people really enjoyed this series. 
This zero, year zero wrestles with the weighty morale and theological questions posed by the pandemic and investigates its cause and possible cures. And it's coming out on the same day as Red 5 Comics' Zero Day Threat, which uh, got confused <laughs> in weeks <laughs> yeah. past. So uh, wanted to watch out for that. But year, yeah, Year Zero is very good. Excellent. During this point of the podcast, we're asking for your pick of the week. What's the one thing that you got to make sure you get? You go back and you make sure you're waiting in line at your LCS because, boy, you got to have that book. I got to have three jokers. There you go. Got to have it. And I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go with a cover um, because uh, uh, some of those other ones are a little. You. They're a little high, um, so I'm not going to uh, pull a trick on this. And I'm going to go ahead and say Strange Academy number one, third print. Strange Academy number one, third print. Yes. Why does it? What does it for you there? Ah, uh, the fact that book's hot. Okay. And is that the one where um, he's recoloring? The... Say what? Was that Mitch Jared's doing something? Umberto Ramos. It's. A, I think it's kind of a similar cover, but yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Strange Academy three. No, Strange Academy one third. Number one third print. Yeah. One third print. Nice. But if there's things you disagree with, if there's another book on this list that you think is a better lock than these books, please let us know. Uh, be part of the podcast. Um, find us on the Twitters, on the Facebooks on the Instagrams. Send us some stuff at our Gmail account. Be part of the podcast. Uh, write in. Tell us if you're making some money off things, if you're finding things to sell. Uh, if you agree or disagree with us on any of these things, please let us know what you think. Be part of the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So we thank you so much for joining us. For Drew and for myself, see ya. <laughs>